Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today I'm joined on the line by Lucilla Poston, an author of a new study on obesity in pregnant women. Lucilla, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Nikolai. Lucilla, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, I'm um, the head of the Division of Women's Health at King's College in London. Excellent. Could you now give us some background on the question you set out to address in this trial from the perspective of maternal outcomes, infant outcomes, and long-term outcomes for the child? Yes, indeed. So this is a study which addresses the, the problem of obesity in pregnant women, which is a globally increasing issue in association with a global obesity epidemic. What we wanted to do was to try and find out whether a fairly intense lifestyle intervention of uh, dietary advice and physical activity advice could help obese pregnant women not get gestational diabetes. Now, gestational diabetes is one of the commonest complications that these women have, and it's related to an increase in the size of the baby and all sorts of problems in relation to delivery, stillbirth, postpartum hemorrhage, more preeclampsia, um, increased risk of nearly every complication that we know in pregnancy. And so we hoped that an intense intervention of that kind might prevent gestational diabetes. What we found was that uh, although the women were quite compliant with the trial, which was very important in relation to the diet, they did change their diet quite substantially, more so than in any other trial. They also increased their physical activity, which was very nice to see. So they improved their lifestyle behaviors, which was good, a very good side of the study. But that wasn't adequate to prevent them getting gestational diabetes. Interestingly, um, the number of large for gestational age babies was pretty much lower than we expected in the study. So we were expecting in all of these women that they would have a lot of large for gestational age babies. So the question is, why didn't they? And the answer, which is, um, seems obvious to us now, is that we used a very rigorous criterion for the diagnosis of gestational diabetes, which is called the IADPSG criteria, which is now used by the WHO, but not used currently in England. And we think that by using that across the board in these obese ladies, that uh, they had a reduction in large gestational age um, deliveries, that's big babies, because more of them were treated for GDM. We had 25% of diabetes in this study, 25% gestational diabetes. So 25% of the women were referred to diabetic care. And because of that, we think the uh, reduction in LGA resulted. The importance of that is that uh, these criteria are really good for uh, diagnosis of diabetes in the obese population. And we really recommend their use in England. Thanks, Lucilla. What exactly did your results show? Well, as I say, they showed that there was no reduction in gestational diabetes. They showed there wasn't much uh, large for gestational age delivery. There weren't, there weren't many infants born too big. But importantly, the study did show that women will change their behaviours towards healthy lifestyle behaviours, which is really important because the NICE guidelines at the moment don't offer any really good advice for pregnant women who are obese. And this intervention, which is focused on a a low glycemic index diet um, and reduction of, of saturated fats and so on was adhered to uh, in a way which has never been shown before. So 
we're really pleased with that, and we'll we'll be recommending to NICE that they might include that in their new guidelines when revised for managing weight in pregnancy. What other interventions have been tested to improve pregnancy and offspring outcomes in this population? Well, similar interventions have been used, but we the, the difference between this study and several others is that we consulted psychologists and obesity experts, and, and the intervention that we used was evidence-based in relation to current theory. And I think that is why it was effective, and it also did lead to lower increase in gestational weight gain in these women and also reduction in fat mass. So it's doing something physically to the women. And most other studies have been very small before, and this is the first study which is really big enough in obese women to look at clinical outcomes. So I think this intervention is, is good in terms of, of, of doing what we want to do in terms of lifestyle behaviours. But uh, the issue is that uh, it didn't prevent diabetes, so we're going to have to think differently about that. Thank you. My final question. My understanding is that many of the trials in this area have shown negative results. What are the next steps for research in this area? Yeah, uh, this, this trial represents an important uh, right-angle turn in, in, in what people are trying to do to prevent diabetes. The emphasis has been on lifestyle interventions in obese and overweight women. And I think what we're saying is, you know, a line should be drawn now and we should think of other ways to try and prevent diabetes. So one, in terms of improving the outcome in, those, in these women, is to universally use these rigorous criteria for, for diagnosis. Secondly, um, in terms of prevention, what we want to do, I think, is to, and my colleagues do too, is to assess risk in these women early in pregnancy, i.e. develop a new risk assessment tool, which is what we're going to be doing now, so that we can identify those women most at risk of gestational diabetes and introduce early treatment. And that might include uh, this lifestyle intervention because the women are more likely to adhere to it if they think they're going to get diabetes. But it might also include a pharmacological intervention like metformin. So early recognition of risk, early intervention, fewer women getting GDM, we hope, and therefore less cost for the National Health Service in terms of 